Hello again, everybody. Welcome into this week's edition of the Post Game Recap. Post Game Recap is a weekly high school football podcast that will cover high school football throughout the country. And today's episode will feature the Greyhounds of Salem High School, led by head coach Josh Watson. And Salem High School jumped out to a win last night to open their season with a 34-14 victory over the Walnut Ridge Bobcats. And folks, stick around. When we come back, we will have the leader of those Greyhounds, Coach Josh Watson. This podcast is sponsored by Matt Cox, shelter insurance agent in Salem, Arkansas. Matt can help you make sure you get the right coverage at the right price while providing the service you need. Stop in and let Matt know how much you appreciate his support for this podcast and his support for the Salem High School Greyhounds. And folks, back here on the postgame recap, at this time we are joined by the leader of those Greyhounds, head coach Josh Watson. Coach Watson, thank you for joining us this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. And, Coach, a little bit of a later start for you guys in the season. Week two for many teams surrounding you guys, but had an extra week of preparation and, and jumped out to a 34-14 win to start your season last night. Um, but before we jump into the X's and O's of what happened on the gridiron um, last night, kind of one thing we've touched on with all the coaches is, is the elephant in the room and what's been going on in our country this year is the coronavirus and, and the effects of that on, on everybody, yes, their sir. jobs and their school. And, and for you guys, it's unfortunately, it's high school football, what's your players and obviously what you love. Explain to me some of the hoops that you've had to jump through and, and, and what was it like kind of all summer long, even into the early fall, prepping for a season that you weren't exactly sure you'd even have up until this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was it's in question still. Uh, but we, we've gotten a game in uh, all throughout the summer, you know, is in question. And we were able to we were able to come up here and lift with a lot of restrictions as far as how many kids I could actually have in the weight room. Uh, the fact that, you know, they had to wear a mask while they were in there. Um, and, and so we just spaced them out in the weight room. Uh, we made the best of what we could, what we asked. But where I saw the biggest effect of it for us was out on the field. We couldn't go out and do any seven-on-seven. Uh, we couldn't line up, you know, offense and run offensive plays. Couldn't run defense uh, uh, just because of the spacing issues. And as a first-year head coach, uh, you know, that, that was tough, not getting to an offense uh, like I would have liked over the summer. But, hey, I mean, the kids, kids have run with it since we started fall camp. Since the Arkansas Activities Association allowed us to start August 3rd. Uh, we, we just took off running. I mean, there were things we had to do at practice with the water, but that was easy, I mean, because we were just thankful to be out there playing. And, Coach, you, you come into a program that, that recently moved to the 3A classification in the state of Arkansas and, and kind of doing some talking to you before the season started. You mentioned that you lost 10 of 11 starters from, from last year's squad. So what are the challenges as, as a new coach – obviously coming into a new program but on top of that you're moving into a school that's you know jumped in classification and and basically has a whole new starting 11. Oh yeah no doubt I mean I knew we had some talent coming up through the junior high uh this 10th grade group has some talent and and they showed out last night now the scrimmage is a completely different story uh you know having to find those 10 new starters on defense and uh, a lot of them were sophomores, and it showed at the scrimmage. And, and, you know, at our scrimmage, we didn't game plan. We didn't game plan for the team we played because we're scrimmaging. I want it to be about us. I don't want it uh, to be about somebody else. So we definitely uh, showed our, our youngness, I guess you could say, at that scrimmage. And, and man, it just it, they really grew up last night in the first quarter. 
And coach, getting that first win under your belt at a new school, I'm sure uh, uh, feels great. Kind of give me a view of, of what it was like on the sidelines and through the headset of, of maybe a key play, maybe some some outstanding players on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. But, oh, there, but the, were, there were two big plays, I mean, that just stand out to me as a first-year head coach on the sideline. And, you know, I'm more of a defensive guy. I've always really liked defense, uh, even went back to my playing days. You know, I had to play both ways. I went to a small school. I hated playing offensive tackle. I hated it. And I played defensive end and absolutely loved it. So I've always been more of a defensive-minded guy, but I really think that's helped me call plays offensively. But last night we got in a situation that it was fourth and probably 12 or 13 inside the 20-yard line uh, going in to score. And, uh, you know, it was one of those moments and you're just like, what do I need to call right here? And so you, you got to get the ball to your best playmaker. Um, and then so we just we ran a little reverse with him and actually scored on it. Uh, and then later in the game, we had another fourth down inside the 20-yard line. Uh, and, and I said, guys, we've got to go to our best playmaker again. And we did, Darius Brown. And uh, Gavin Gilton, our quarterback, hit him for a 27-yard touchdown pass in the back of the end zone on a fourth down on, on a little formation that they had not seen. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I was just trying to, as an offensive coordinator for the first time ever, and, uh, you know, you just got to get the ball to your playmakers. Let them let them make the plays. And coach, talking about that defensive mindset that that you're so adept to, I would say nine times out of ten, you only give up fourteen points. You got a pretty good shot at winning the football game. You'd like to think that you could put no, up at least no. that many. So uh, especially with a guy they had a quarterback. They had a, they had a dude at quarterback. Uh, Colton Henning uh, was the name. He's got an offer from Valparaiso, and I think another small D one school. Um, but the kid is, he's 5'11", 205, 210, and he, and he can run. Um, and so we knew we had to shut him down because he single-handedly beat us last year, 26-22. And uh, we knew we had to stop him. And they scored 14 points in the first quarter and did not score again the rest of the game. Um, so, you know, and, and that's why I say as sophomores that were starting on defense grew up that first quarter. Because you give up 14 points. In the first quarter, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, we're going to have to keep scoring. This is going to be a shootout. And then second quarter, you could tell they'd grown up. I mean, that, that's what it took. They came to play. Uh, they weren't discouraged when one of the sophomores, my starting quarter sophomore, gave up a, a, a bomb for a touchdown. But that same kid came back out and battled and broke up several passes and made a couple catches for us on offense after that happened. And that's how you have to respond. Uh, in the game of football, because not everything's going to go your way, uh, you have to uh, you have to respond in a positive way to everything. I mean, you're going to get a bunch of setbacks when you're talking about a football game against another quality opponent. And coach, you know, based on what you're saying, other than the first 12 minutes of play last night, it seems that a lot of things did go your way. But with the highs and lows of of high school football and, and week in and week out. Not to not to harp and stay too high on a win this week. What's on the cards and in the recipe for preparation for the Dover Pirates next week, and and what's going to go into being victorious and becoming two and zero on the season? Yeah, well, we started a little. I mean, I, I'm one when I get film, I won't dive into the film. Uh, I got a little film on them last week. I uh, started diving into it probably about Wednesday. Once we were finalized, everything for Walnut Ridge was finalized. I started diving into Dover a little bit, looking at them. Uh, they're a four A program. Uh, that has struggled a little bit recently. They got a new coach uh, in 
uh, and I know he does a great job. Um, so we'll see. You know, they got some, they got some talent at quarterback and running back, uh, but uh, I think we have an advantage up front on them. But you know, we'll start diving into film a lot today. I will at home, and uh, tomorrow we'll get together. We'll meet <laughs> and uh, we'll go over our game plan. Get our game plan here for the week by tomorrow night. Uh, then Monday we'll get after Labor Day. We come in at seven thirty and. Uh, the guys will lift, we'll watch film, and then we'll go out and do our install just for about 30, 45 minutes, just installing, you know, our defensive schemes for them for the week and any new offensive sets we want to put in for the Dover Pirates. Well, Coach Watson, obviously a, a great start to your career at Salem High School. The Greyhounds are now 1-0 and and, and looking to bounce back, or looking to bounce back and, and play next week in a season that's you know, always up in question with the coronavirus stuff that's been going on, but you guys seem to be making the most of it and, and hope you guys can get another victory next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. And, folks, that was the new man in charge of Salem High School, head coach Josh Watson, as he led the Greyhounds to a 34-14 to victory last night against the Walnut Ridge Bobcats to open up their season. And you heard it from him. Star player of the game last night for Salem was Darius Brown. A couple big touchdowns on his way to a big night and a 20-point victory for his school. And the Greyhounds will remain at home next week. The Dover Pirates come to town, and the Greyhounds will look to improve to 2-0 on the season, remain undefeated, and keep a bagel in that lost column. But Josh Watson is well on his way to a successful start in his first campaign as the head man for the Salem Greyhounds. And, folks, that'll just about do it for this week's edition of the Salem High School postgame recap. One final time, the Greyhounds jump out to a 20-point victory for their first win of the season, now 1-0 and after getting a late start to this year's campaign. But they will play again next week. They will host the Pirates of Dover High School and look to gain another win, another tally in the win column, and improve to 2-0. and So for Peyton Williams of Post Game Recap and all of the alumni sponsors, fans, parents, and athletes of Salem High School and those Greyhounds, we do appreciate you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Salem High School Post Game Recap. This podcast is generously sponsored by Dawson Septic. Based in Salem, Dawson Septic Pumping is a septic tank contractor that offers sump and pump installation, backflow preventer installation, well pump maintenance, and more. Stop in and thank the folks at Dawson Septic for sponsoring this podcast for your Salem Greyhounds.